And I remember because LOL, um, growing up in, in Christian culture and hearing that she was Hashtag also religious, that I remember, I remember gearing up to ask her what her favorite Bible verse was. That's what I was going to ask <laughs> so her. cute, Taylor. <laughs> and uh, we can oh, make this happen sweet. with Shiners at, at the National I'm sure Club. she'll tell you. Hello, and welcome to episode 74 of Theater Nerds. I'm your host, Rachel Jones. And I'm your other host, Taylor Reed. Theater Nerds is a podcast about our obsessions with theater, where we will explore all aspects of theater, musicals, and everything in between. This podcast is not set up to be a deep dive into technique or theater history, but we're hopeful that no matter if you're an enthusiast like us, or if you've only seen your Beach Days production of South Pacific Junior, you'll enjoy this podcast. So cue the orchestra and come nerd out with us. You're going to have a real beach off right now. In case you guys didn't know, you can find us on all major podcast platforms. That's right. You can and you should also leave us a star rating and review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. To find out more about the Theater Nerd Cult, check us out at theaternerdpod.com or you can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at Theater Nerd Pod and on Facebook at Theater Nerd Podcast. In today's episode, we're discussing our favorite theater experiences. Yay! <laughs> Rachel, hello. Hi. (laughs) Oh, we're fine. You know, it's been a minute. I feel like it's been a minute since we've recorded. Yeah, I feel like it's been like a week and a half or maybe more. I know. So much happening. Rachel, this is our first for listeners out there and uh, maybe watchers if we ever post a video on our Instagram. (laughs) If I ever get to one day. Sorry, that's me. Um, if I ever get a ring light to make my face look good. <laughs> well, I, um, my lighting is terrible right now. So. Yeah, actually, yeah. I was going to say your lighting's not that bad. I just got to say. It is <laughs> not as good as your, your, it's not as good as your Nashville lighting, but mm-hmm, your Nashville mm-hmm. lighting is like, I can tell you hired a lighting designer to do this. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what I did. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Paul Taswell. Oh, wait, no, that's cost. He did costumes for Hamilton. Never mind. Who was the lighting designer? I can't remember. Um. Rachel, this is our first transatlantic recording because yes, we've done, listen, I was in another country once. I don't think we, re- yeah. oh, we did record while I was in Canada. Yeah, we did record. Right. Yeah, uh, yeah, yes, yeah. you were in someone's room. Yes, in the in a room with a bunny. That's right. <laughs> and um, my niece's room. <laughs> That's so funny. That's not like there was an actual bunny. I'm not. I just These are things that, that we will do for the theater nerd community. That's right. That's right. So do you want to tell the, the people where you are? Because I think by the time this release, you will be home. But. I'll be back. Yeah. Um, I'm currently in an airport hotel near Lisbon, <laughs> <laughs> waiting for my flight for tomorrow. Yes. yes. And yes. I, you know, when Rachel and I were trying to like set up timing and times and stuff, I before Rachel, she didn't let she let me know like last week she was going on this trip. Yeah. Well, listen. <laughs> 
and I was like, no, I... oh, it's fine. We'll figure it out. And then, yeah, it's been, thankfully, we have we have set up our recordings for like the next like three or four weeks. So that's good. Mm-hmm. But So um, we don't, we don't have yeah. to be crazy. And so we don't, because you're going out of town again. So. But for work. Yeah. yeah. And that's only yeah. like three days or four days. True. It's just, and it's, not it's also, Lisbon. it's not in Lisbon. It's the same. Yeah. It's all, only the normal time difference, which is one hour. Right. Right. And you know what they say, what happens in Lisbon um, stays in, I don't know. <laughs> Stays in Lisbon, I guess. Stays in Lisbon. Yeah. Well, yeah. nothing crazy happening here. So. Yes. Hotel. I'm gonna go to bed right after, hotel. This. <laughs> right after this. Um, but let's start with our, you know, obviously we've it's exciting. It's summer. We've been traveling. I just travel. You know, oh. I traveled in the past. <laughs> you <Yeah>. good? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. <laughs> We're casualties of hotel recording. Yeah. I'm yes. also like trying to be quiet, but also like you know. Don't on an ASMR too much. True. True. Yeah. Surprisingly, okay. Lisbon, great Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Thank you. Lisbon, not a sponsor, but <laughs> <laughs> the country of Portugal. You know, once yes. again, not a sponsor. <laughs> yes, not a sponsor. But if you want to, we're here. Um <laughs> yes, we've been traveling summer. I hope those of you that have been traveling over the summer are being safe and doing well it's been a hot summer at least for here yeah. i don't know how it Stay is in, hydrated in portugal but <laughs> it's hot there but um, it's really hot in nashville yeah super hot yeah nashville hot chicken just like mm-hmm. it's got to live up to the name it's um, basically like that yes <laughs> you're bit <laughs> post a photo of yourself as a nashville hot chicken you are hot chicken yeah yes <laughs> um so let's start of course with our what's the buzz segment i don't know if you listened to last week's episode rachel or or her but we kind of jumped into our what's the buzz and didn't really explain (laughs) i was editing it and i was like we didn't say like oh we're doing what's the buzz you were just like I, oh, it might have been me. I can't remember, but we were just like, Probably oh, we're me. starting right now. <laughs> so I had to like figure out where to put the music. But anyway, what's the buzz segment? <laughs> Here it is. Here it is. What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. 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 Let's start. What do we have to start? What do we have to tell the people about what's been happening in the theater community? Well, first, um, we'll we'll talk about Little Shop of Horrors, which once again is the mm. casting that continues uh, as yeah. it goes on, continues off Broadway. The casting Bryce that keeps Pink- on giving. <laughs> it does. Bryce yeah. Pinkham, is that how you say his last name? Yeah, I think so. And he returns. He's returning. This is the second returning. person returning. Yes. Um, as as we previously said, Jeremy Jordan returning. Yeah. Yeah, so that's exciting. We love a little moment where people return back mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to um, the same show. I think that that's that shows a lot about. I I think that maybe people think that that's weird, but I think it shows mm-hmm. a lot about the show. Mm-hmm. You know, like what they yeah. what the show is about, and and like the, the character of the director. The show, and, the show itself for sure, and also just mm-hmm. probably the group of people that were put together. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably a fun show to perform, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Especially as the doctors, because he's returning returning as Orin yes. in the show. Yes. 
Um, yes. And he is starting on July 18th. Yeah, stay tuned. <laughs> Rachel got to see this production when Jonathan Groff was in it. I know, um, throwback. Yes. And Christian. And and Christian Borrell. And I, w- I would love to see it with anyone, but I saw a clip today of Jeremy Jordan because he's returning and I was like, wow, he would be so good. He's so, so good. Yeah. Ugh, I love him. Um, I know. Along with some other casting news, we talked a l- about the rent in concert at the Kennedy Center last week. Of course, Andrew Barth Feldman and Alex Bonelio in... Um, the rent in concert but as literally like the day we released our episode they announced that lorna courtney <laughs> tony award nominee from and juliet um will be p- joining the concert as mimi at the kennedy center so exciting it's gonna be amazing yeah it's gonna be amazing it is a stat cast yeah literally it's literally. almost better than that fox rent <laughs> live concert <laughs> <laughs> Which had like, Vanessa Hudgens and Jordan Fisher, and um, I don't even remember who else, but yeah. Yes, I would say it might be better, but yeah. you know, arguably. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so we're excited about that. Of course, we've talked ad nauseum about how much we love the Kennedy Center. So yeah. Um, so go see the, it. Yeah. Yeah. If you're in, if you're in the, the area. area. Yes, if you guys are in the area, it is starting soon. It's only for one weekend. Um, July 26th through the 28th So go check that out uh, Of course the other cast Ali Stroker Miles Frost Jimmy Harad It's going to be great you guys should check it out It's going to be amazing Amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I hope that it leads to something Runtime only an hour and 43 minutes That's crazy I, I didn't mean, realize it was it's that It's just the concert Yeah, right? that's true. So they're that's not going to do the do it Are they going to wear costumes you think? I hope so. I hope so too. At least a little bit, a little flair. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. What okay. else we got? The other things we have: the Olivier mm-hmm. Awards mm-hmm. Um, sets the date for 2024, so it will be April 14th, 2024, at the Royal Albert Hall in the UK. Mm-hmm. So that's exciting. That has occurred since the last time we talked. <laughs> Very exciting. I hope Hannah Hannah Waddingham did such a great job. For the last Hosting. one. I hope she hosts again. Yeah. Although she I would amazing. love to see her upgrade and host the Tonys. That would be fun. So. Wow. Or maybe just the whole Ted Lasso cast can host the Tonys. I, yes. Yes. <laughs> they can start by singing yes. so long farewell. Um, up next, um, we have some photos of the first preview for the Back to the Future musical on Broadway. Um, these are really fun photos, of it course, so starring um, Roger Bart and and Casey Likes, yes, who are very photogenic in these photos. <laughs> they, I can't wait yeah. to see this show. I mm-hmm. want to see it mm-hmm. so badly. I hope it does so well. As we know, the Broadway theater is ginormous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I so. think it's gonna run for a while because I I mean this obviously the property is so popular. There's three movies. Could they do sequel uh musicals? That would be fun. <laughs> that could be fun. Um, if you stay after on Saturdays, it's actually the yeah. second movie. No, they'll do it like Harry Potter. Well, they'll do like this one and then they'll do a part two on the same day. And then on the same day. Yeah. Yeah. Because everyone be wants to go to four acts. 
of mm-hmm. shows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, people did it with uh, with Harry Potter, so until until they decided that actually yeah. it wasn't sustainable and we made it two acts. But but not in London. This is what I'm saying. I, I don't know. understand. That's, no, I that's this is an American thing. We were not yeah, built right. for Shakespeare for four act plays. Well, I don't understand. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's another discussion, isn't it? But <laughs> it is another discussion <laughs> yeah. for sure. We digress. We digress. But yeah, I'm excited. I hope, I hope it you know runs for a long time you all we all we hope for is that shows run for a long time even if we're not yeah, the biggest fans we want to be successful neil diamond yeah. <laughs> and neil you diamond know. he's cool yeah yeah but i think it's going to be a hit i mean shows that start in the summer sometimes don't last until the end of the year um but i think this because of the name um behind it i think it's going to be i think it's going to do well yeah mm-hmm. but well Time will tell. Like I said last week or two weeks ago, I have not seen Back to the Future the movie yet. So I just can't with Taylor yeah. on that. I can't. Stay tuned for my review on but Instagram. We will have just kidding. to be watching that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, last a uh, couple things here. We're almost done with our what's the buzz? Um, more casting is that Jackie Burns understudy. Uh, or understudy as Alphaba and then Alphaba, mm-hmm. I believe. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, um, yes. Is going to star in Titanic. Titanic. Titanic as Celine Dion starting, let's see, um, July 18th. July 18th is a big day. I just got to say, it's everywhere. Um, that's exciting. I've uh, Rachel sent me a TikTok this week about Camelot and. The, at the end of the video, the guy, and we'll post it on our show notes. It's a very, very good video. It's very good. Yeah. And it's long. <laughs> I was like watching this TikTok and yeah, we had some like, people sorry. in our house. And I was, and my wife was like, what are you doing? And I was, and I was like, oh, sorry. Rachel sent me this TikTok and I didn't realize how long it was. <laughs> it's like eight minutes um, long. I know. Right? I didn't realize TikToks could be that long. I thought the whole point yeah. was that they're short. I know. Wow. <laughs> you know, now we're on friends or whatever today. we're on. Right. Oh, right. Oh, my gosh. I heard about this. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't even anyway. know. Anyway. Yeah. Me either. Um, but he talked about how Titanic has the greatest, like, social media presence of any show. This, mm. That and Shucked, which I think is That amazing. and Shucked. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, I, when I heard the premise for Titanic, I was like, that's, that's like, pretty out there. And it's doing yeah. very well. So. But it's doing really well. It's doing yes. so well. Yes. Speaking of things that I think are doing well. Mm. This past week, as of recording, Chess opened at the Mooney, starring mm-hmm. Jessica Vosk, Jared Spector, and Taylor Louderman. Mm-hmm. And it looks amazing. They posted a little clip. Um, and it looks packed, number one, and it looks good. So Yeah, I love the set of it, like obviously mm-hmm. being a chessboard. And then the even the scrim of like the two hands coming together. Mm-hmm. I'm doing it in front yeah. of Rachel right now. And <laughs> visuals. Yeah, it looks very cool. I've actually never heard or seen chess. So I would love to I've see never it seen it, but I've definitely heard of some of the some of the music. Yeah, I know it's like a pretty under under um underrated show, I would say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like people love it, but it's not as well loved as some other shows so yeah well respected i guess i should say 
Yeah, and then lastly, but certainly not least, The Cottage had its first preview on Broadway with that amazing cast, which includes Eric McCormick and Laura Bell Bundy and uh, Lily Cooper. It's such a great cast. And the photos are It's a crazy cast. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's going to be super fun. The the set photos look really fun. It looks so cool. Yeah looks so cool so i hope that i feel like it's the um it's the what was that show um the potus it's the potus of this year i like that uh yeah so that's our what's the buzz this week a little lighter than normal but you know we get to it's summer it's summer yeah what's after tony season you know we're chilling chilling. we're trying not to get (laughs) we're trying not to have more shows closed that's right no shows no more show closes mm-hmm. shows announced that's right but um now we can transition into our favorite theater experiences yay yay which i'm so <laughs> excited about um yes uh you know what's so funny is that recently i worked on at my job I worked at my job and with Good these kids you. we watched um high school musical and that was like Aww. I was like oh this is so fun and then like ha- literally right after stick to the status quo they were like I'm bored and then we switched it and I was like I'm sad I wanted to watch this whole thing <laughs> not one of the yeah. best shows ever I know, I know. But that was like my really? first, obviously, you know, if you go back to our first episode, that was like our very first, that was my very first like intro into theater and musicals and all these things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So yeah, so Rachel and I have come up with our top five. I also, I forgot to tell you this before we were recording. Oh. I have a little honorable mention as well. But yeah. Um, because in I, in actuality, I was looking through. I was looking through, like thinking about shows I've seen, and I was like, I feel like I could have like eight or nine. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I wrote down six, and I didn't really. Mm-hmm. I just categorized them. I didn't really rank them, but I can. Okay, I ranked mine. Okay. Oh. Okay. Yes, I did rank okay. mine. I thought of them. I was gonna ask you what makes for a good theater experience. That is such a good question. I think. Sometimes even just looking through or thinking about all my experiences, because I have seen a lot of theater in my entire life, Mm -hmm. because as you guys will learn and see in this episode, I went through all my playbills and looked at. You had a fun time. I did have a fun time. And I looked through and I was like, what have I seen? And then, so I think some of it is like retrospective of like, did and did mm-hmm. I have like what was the best? It may not have been like this is what I thought of in the moment as like the best experience, but looking back, being like, oh, this is why that was a great experience. And for me, as we've talked about on the show, Agnosium, I like to go into shows very cold sometimes, not really listening to a lot of not like temperature cold, like not like. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just want to put Doesn't that out like there. Bring a jacket. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Um, just like not knowing a lot of information about a show because then I get to experience. I love just experiencing something new and like taking in the information and then doing a four month deep dive on the album right after and <laughs> <laughs> and watching all the interviews and whatever. Um, so that's a, I and there. 
I'm I'm trying to think. I think all five. Okay, that's not true. Three of the shows I went in cold that mm-hmm. I saw. Um and that it those experiences, I don't know. That for me, it like I always come out of it. Like I remember this isn't on my list, but when I saw Parade for the first time, I was like it's just like it just blew me away it really just blew me away because i didn't know anything about the plot didn't know the story didn't know anything i had heard of the show of course like i talked about last week when anna kendrick talked about it that's when i had first heard of it but um (laughs) yes yes Yes, but i think that's i think that's a factor for me at least is that like going in cold and then like feeling this like overwhelming sensation of like the story of it like just taking you on the ride is that mm-hmm. yeah and then sometimes you uh, like where you're sitting is a great thing it yes. makes the theater experience I personally love sitting in like a third or fourth or fifth row I like sitting up close mm-hmm. I, like I think seeing, we've talked about this yes we have I, mm-hmm. I like sitting I, I saw something rotten on the front row which I didn't know I was going to be on the front row but that's the seats I was given when I went to the box office it says do you have any cheap tickets that's the ones they gave me and it was so great because I got to see like I look in that their faces but in particular in that show there's actually a lot of older performers and and I felt like afterwards I was like that's so cool because I I feel like Broadway and dancing and all these things are are very much a lot of younger people and to see a show with older people was like really I was like oh you know what that's so cool that like people in their 50s and forward are still doing this and that's so fun um and they're still in, and they're like having such a great time on the stage so I like seeing people and like experiencing the show and really seeing what the actors are doing and a lot of people like sitting farther back because you get a whole picture of the show mm-hmm. um yeah. and i think i like the intimate moments more sometimes than the big picture but that's just me and the that's the experience and then also of course i've gone into a show where i know every single word hamilton i knew every single word of the show before i went in and i still loved it but it's just different it's very different yeah so. it's definitely different yeah yeah what about you? Yeah. Okay. Well, as I was thinking about these, I was thinking like, what is a good theater experience? Like what <clears throat> makes a good Yes. Cause we experience? talked about your Rachel's rules. <laughs> I have a lot of rules. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think some of what makes for me, which I don't think is that shocking. What makes a good theater experience for me is the audience. Right. Yeah. And I can tell because this is it's live theater and this is a whole other like podcast episode where we talk about live theater rules and how it's getting mm-hmm. crazy pandemic quote unquote post pandemic and right. how there are now signs at certain regional theaters explaining like what like what this space means for people and like you mm-hmm. know how to react in certain situations and we can talk about that another time but and take me out and all <laughs> yeah oh my gosh yeah. and cell phones yeah but I think for me, when the audience is having a good time, um, when I can tell that the like the people on stage notice the audience, I feel like really good about that, like in a positive mm. way. Also, I've had an experience, and this is not one of the ones that I wrote down um, for best, but I had an experience at Something Rotten where we went 
I don't even know. It was on a Monday night and it was not the original cast. Like that it was post Tony's. Um, mm-hmm. Christian was playing Shakespeare, but no, Will Chase was playing Shakespeare. Yeah, I thought you said Will Chase. Yeah, that's yeah, that's right. I, well, when I said it, I was like, "This is wrong." So Will Chase was playing Shakespeare, and it was a it was not a Monday night, but it was like a Tuesday night, and super random, nothing significant. And we were sitting like house left, third row, and we literally clapped for thirty seconds at one yeah. point, like the audience clapped for thirty seconds. And then they saw that the characters didn't know if they should get out of there. Like it was right before the reprise of a musical. And it just, then we clapped longer. Like I had timed the clap because I thought this is crazy. Like people Mm -hmm. don't really do this. And also it was Mm -hmm. amazing. It just was amazing. So there are times when you experience things like that, that just have nothing to do with the show and have everything to do with the audience's energy. And then I think the other thing that makes a show good is the sound, mm, the sound quality. That's great. Yeah. Those are my like biggest things. I will always feel so uncomfortable about a show, even a show I love, if there are like eight different mic mess ups and I can hear someone mm. backstage talking, I'm going to remember that instead of whatever <laughs> else. Or like. What a great if, story um, though. <laughs> Or if there's tracks, so I I didn't do all of mine as um, Broadway shows, but if there are tracks, which are, for those who don't know, um, you don't have an orchestra, you just have like a pre-recorded track. And Mm -hmm. a lot of theaters do this. We did this in, in, you know, in most of our um, children's theater growing up. Um, But a lot of like small community theaters do this because it's hard to pay or find an orchestra. Um, But if the track is wrong, like I went to see Legally Blonde, which it was amazing. It was in DC at a regional theater, mm. but the track was wrong twice. And like the Ugh. actors did such a good job, but like mm-hmm. that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and that's why that, with like, the live orchestra, you can kind of not have that because they can mm-hmm, just do whatever mm-hmm. they can fix it right. in live right. in person. Right. Right. Um, and then I would say other things that make an experience good or bad um, is obviously the show itself. And yeah. the, like, yeah. and I think part of it is sometimes I walk away thinking, I almost always walk away thinking the director is at fault. Like I, mm. I, I tried to explain this to someone the other day, but I just felt someone was miscast for something and that's the director's fault. Like the choices mm. that someone makes at the end yeah. of the day should have been the director telling this actor the choices, mm. yeah. Um, like to make as this character because you're the director. So I think if the direction isn't good, it can completely ruin a amazing show. And if the direction mm. is really good, it can like really enhance an okay show. Yeah. So those are things that make. I love I that. Don't know. In regards to your audience comment, I actually have yeah. found myself. Maybe in the past like five years, maybe actually even since I graduated from our theater program and like left actually performing, I found mm-hmm. myself like in the middle of a show, like looking around at thought, like seeing what other people are the react. Yes. Seeing how other people are reacting to things, seeing. And also I found myself looking at ensembles a lot more and mm-hmm. not just me. I look people. at ensembles a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oops, and that's really fun. And that's like. Mm-hmm 
very cool to see what choices they're making, which is very fun. I agree. I agree. I love because I always told, I always told because I was for people that don't know, I was only a lead in our theater company like twice, and I always told there was this. I I remember talking to this one little kid that was like asked me like what it was like to be a lead, and I was like, really the only difference that little kid among, was me. Yeah, the only yeah it was Rachel wanting to get Amy. Um, <laughs> really, the only difference is is that obviously a you have more to memorize, you have more lines, mm-hmm. but b mm-hmm. is that instead of like just a selective people watching you, which is your family and friends, every right. single person is watching you. So you have to make right. a decision at every moment. You're not. You have to decide. You, in the ensemble, you can get away. I mean, not every time, but you can get away with like not doing something at some at mm-hmm. some point because mm-hmm. not everyone is watching you. If you're a lead, yeah. every single person in the audience is watching you. Yeah. So that's my advice Unless to those people. Or that, or I, because <laughs> yeah. then we're watching the ensemble. That's true. That's true. Watching the ensemble, a new series coming on. <laughs> on, on coming out on HBO Max. <laughs> yes. On Max, oh, excuse no me. Exists. Max, <laughs> <Yeah>. sorry. <laughs> How dare you? Uh, okay. So, yes, those are our okay, things so... about theater. Yeah. Um, I guess we could start with our honorable mention if you want to do that. Okay. Yes. Let's start there. Okay. So, what's fun first. about this is that Rachel's not in her home, so she can't do this. So, I have a one no. up on Rachel. But as, <laughs> as maybe the listeners know, we keep our playbills so we have <laughs> our playbill so my first honorable mention is rachel is looking at right now so cute. the show that i saw this last past year which is into the woods at the kennedy center with stephanie j block and and um steven urshulis or sebastian steven why did i say sebastian i was thinking about steven Tonheim. that's why yeah. sebastian i was gonna urshulis. say yeah Wish and uh, you saw it was- real yeah yeah and um, Montego Glover, Cole Thompson, yeah, such a great, and of course um, Kennedy Kin- Kingawa, who um, does the Milky White, amazing, mm-hmm. who was on the Tony yes. Award performance, who so is incredible, incredible. This is my honorable mention. I Aww. very very closely made the top five, but um, such a great. I mean, I had it was the first time I saw a professional production of into the woods and that was incredible and just seeing honestly like stephanie j block and gavin creel who are like two people i've been watching on youtube and videos for like 10 years and just seeing them in real life they're such dynamic performers and such like they're so effortless it's and i think maybe because they've just been doing this show for a while but like they're it's just so such comes so naturally to them and they it the characters felt so lived in for them and um yeah and and as we've talked i've talked before like the set the orchestra on stage like you could hear everything so clearly because the orchestra was on stage like and i was really close i think we were in like the fifth or sixth row so being close was amazing that's amazing um yeah, and at the Kennedy Center, like I said, at Kennedy Center is like one of the most beautiful oh. theaters in the world. So, it's so pretty. Yeah, that's my honorable mention. Loved it so much. I love Cried, that. had I was... full body chills, all of the things. Rachel, so, what? Yeah, what's your honorable mention? Okay, so I also did not. I I mean, we didn't really set rules on what no, kind didn't. of show. 
Yeah. Um, so it, it's all over the place. But this show comes to mind um, because of what I was saying earlier about the audience. But also, unlike Taylor, I almost never go into anything cold or blind or however we want to say it. <laughs> Green, whatever. <laughs> I have almost Wicked, always. We always go into Wicked Green. Yeah, we all always yeah. green. Mm-hmm. But I have always, like almost always at least, read a synopsis, listened to the cast album, YouTube. A That's, oh, I just cannot like, imagine that. Something, something before I get the playbill. Mm-hmm. And then in the playbill, if it tells you, which a lot of playbills don't anymore, I'll also read the synopsis in there. Right. Um, but one show that I did know of i knew all the songs i knew the premise because of a youtube video um by star by star kid it's a it's a production by star kid mm. but what was crazy is that i was living in dc and i was trying to see like a theater production every week like truly that was one of my goals in some way shape, <laughs> or form I and this. i had told my friend and she lives in alexandria and I had told her, I was like, I'm looking up places, like theater things. And it says Firebringer is playing, like there's a performance of Firebringer, which is a Star Kid, a Star Kid production. Mm. And you might know it from, I don't really want to do the work today. I don't really mm. want to do the work today. I don't really want to do the work today. I don't want to do the work today. And like it was a YouTube video that also exploded recently, a TikTok meme and people definitely, yes. or song and people don't know what that's from, but anyway. Mm-hmm. But we get there. This is my favorite part. We had not bought tickets ahead of time. I was like, surely it's a small production. Like, it'll be fine. We'll just get student tickets. We'll get there. Mm. We keep walking to the disclosed location of this play and we get closer and closer to freshman dorms. Love this. <laughs> My friend Caroline and I are like, I just don't know where we are. What are we doing? <laughs> and then we realize as we okay, approach, no. as we approach, and there are like parents near us. There are two. Mm-hmm. There's like a set of parents near us with flowers. That this is a first year production of this show, and wow. like they probably have like four. So that means everyone is a first year in college. It's the it's, it's a, also the fall semester. Freshman. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And it's also the fall semester. So they're literally babies. Mm-hmm. And it's a black box theater. <laughs> Love and this. We went in and we were like, can we have two tickets? And she goes, oh, sorry, the performance is sold out. And the woman next to us said, oh, my son and daughter or whatever gave us four tickets, but we only need two. Here are the other two. Whoa, that's amazing. And then we basically sat on the stage. <laughs> Real Spring Awakening style. Production. Yeah. yeah. We watched this whole production with, you know, nerdy. They probably cast most everyone who auditioned mm. freshmen. Mm-hmm. They're very talented. Everyone's very mm-hmm. talented. But you know what I mean? Like it was all directed by freshmen. All the lighting was by freshmen. All mm. like everything was done by first years mm-hmm. in college. And Right. I just will never, the energy also, it was a Saturday night or a Friday night. I will never, ever forget it. We were literally. I think everyone in the people. audience like knew everyone in the show. Yes. Like, I think yeah. that we were the only yeah. two people who did not know anyone in that show. Yeah. Which all. is very, I will say, very Star Kid production. Because even the very Potter musical. Yeah, true. You can tell that 
everyone in the very Potter musical audience knows every single person in that show. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 But so it was funny. amazing. It was really funny. It like I will mm. literally never forget it. It was it just it was it was such an experience and mm. I'm really glad I had it. Yeah. I love that. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. I know. Um <laughs> well that brings me to my top five. Yes. You ranked them. I did I rank, them. rank them. My number five and them. I will pull out the playbill <laughs> for Rachel to look at. Mm-hmm. Yes. So this is my fifth pick. It is, I wanted to do something from our community theater that we were a part of, which was called Christian Theater. Yeah, it's okay. Um, Everyone knows it. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It was originally called, uh, oh my gosh, originally called Christian Youth Theater, but was renamed to Character Works Theater. In 2013, I think it was mm-hmm. changed. Mm-hmm. And um, the very, uh, if you listen to our first episode, you guys will hear that I obviously was turned on to theater by High School Musical, but then I, uh, my mom signed me up for a class, High School Musical class, with this theater company. And that's how I started my theater journey to where we are today. Obviously, I met Rachel doing this theater company. So, Lots of amazing things happened because of this, but the very first that show is me, yeah, obviously. The very first show I saw with this theater company holding up the playbill is Fiddler on the Roof. Um, I believe it was in 2008 is when it was, but I can't find a. I, all these playbills don't have any dates on them except for like one, which is Why so funny. They? I don't know. I I thought they would have a date in, in it. I don't know. No, I mean I'm um, on your page. It should have a date. Yeah, but. Um, of course, looking back on it, I know a lot of people in this show. Um, but at the time, I knew absolutely no one except one person, um, who uh was in a cl- the class that I was in, and he was like, "You should, um, come see the show I'm in and fiddle on the roof. I'm in the show." And I was like, "Oh, okay." So that's why I went and saw the show because a kid in in the class invited me. And so I just don't know if I knew what I was getting myself into because I was like. Mm-hmm. 11 or 12 at the time and is it also a junior production of the show no not a or junior no? production it was uh-huh. the regular production of course the guy who played um tevia is a mutual love of ours which i will say his name but mm-hmm. i'm not going to keep it in of course and yes. um he played <laughs> this this, this man favorite. i know he's so great this man played tevia and he he was incredible so good, so good. um yeah so lots talented. of Wow. It, what a, what's what an incredible cast in general with um with, with this community theater. And it just blew me away. The show itself blew me away. And their kids. And, yeah, and their kids and didn't know anything about it. Um yeah, and that made me really want to and I saw they did a production of Lame is the school edition like a month later and that also of course blew me away one of mm-hmm. you know the many shows that did. And um one of the things that wanted, made me want to join theater. So that's my first favorite theater experience. I just remember it so clearly, especially being in that theater, like being in that, because th- it was at this theater that they've been performing in for years and then going on to be in a show at that theater. Like it's just very yeah. surreal. Very surreal. I love that. And it's a beautiful theater. And um, yeah, I hope to perform Fiddler on the Roof someday because it is, such an amazing it's such show. Such an amazing show. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like, honestly, a little underrated. I feel like people kind of forget about it. And I think people know certain parts of it. And obviously, yeah. they know the movie version. But I think right. that it just, there's something about it that is hard for every fully everyone to get on board and I'm not saying that in like a religious way I just mean like musically Mm -hmm. yeah and it's like it is a like it's a tough story like it's not like an easy story to swallow like Mm -hmm. it is like there are hard things in the show but yeah yeah Yeah. that's mine what is your fifth if you wanted to rank them I don't know I'm 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 I didn't rank them but I will Mm-hmm. So my fifth show I saw in, I think it was 2011, could have been earlier. I did Love not this. look it up. Mm-hmm. Did not look it up. I was middle school me, late middle mm-hmm. school me. I love this. And so maybe 2010. That's anyway. That's when I met Rachel, middle school Rachel. Middle school me. And probably around the same time because it was either seven, it was late seventh grade, maybe eighth grade. Okay. And um, I... I know we've already talked about this on a deep dive about my friend Reed who brought in a book and then it was promptly taken away because of a green naked baby on. Oh yes. Yes. I remember this. Yes. Um, So I went to see wicked for the first time in Norfolk, Mm. Virginia at the Chrysler hall. I'm pretty sure it's there. And if it's not there, my mom will correct me um, when she listens to this podcast. Shout out to Barbara. We love her. Always shout out to Barb. And my friend Monica. Barb and sorry. Barb star the musical your star and she's Barb um yeah she's I'm definitely star anyway Mm -hmm. but um we I took my friend Monica and we had been singing Wicked like nonstop. like it was the thing like I just don't know how to express this to anyone who wasn't a musical theater kid during the height of Wicked and the Glee culture Mm. combined, Mm -hmm. but it was like Mm -hmm. every choir performance, every moment we were literally just was for good too, which is like such an interesting song to do for a choir performance and like doing all of the things and like making fun of as long as you're mine, you know the song that Mm -hmm. song and now it's my favorite. Anyway, so. I went to see Wicked for the very first time, and it was just one of my favorite experiences, although it is fifth, mm. because I had just, it. there was so much built-up anticipation. Like, I mm. don't think, I don't know, because I, I can't remember, that's what's hard about doing this, is I can't remember if I was ever so excited about seeing a show. Like where I had to wait, like what we were waiting, mm. like we did not go see it in on Broadway. We were waiting for it to come. Right. We were waiting. Mm-hmm. It was like, I just couldn't get enough. I couldn't get mm-hmm. enough of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it happened and I was like, oh my God, it's happening. Right. Um, so yeah. Yeah. When the lights start and to dim, you're like, <laughs> oh my god! And I yeah. didn't know anything about like how the monkey things worked, and yeah. like it just yeah. a lot of the tech part that mm-hmm. they did. I'm sh- I know differently on Broadway than they did touring because I've now seen it on Broadway. But like, it still it's a very to me seamless was, show though. As far as it was the amazing, tech stuff. I know, yeah. it, but it was amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and tech rehearsals must have been a nightmare for Wicked. I just want to say I cannot imagine like before it opened on Broadway. Imagine. Oh my yeah. gosh, it must have been crazy. Well, you know, have you seen have you yeah. seen all of the things about this? Also, we never talked. Oh, sorry, I was very close to my microphone. No, it's okay. We never talked about the Tony performance where you can literally hear Idina Menzel's coat cloak snap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Maybe we did talk about it, but, but anyway. we I've seen there's a there's a video and maybe we'll link it in the show notes of Stephanie J. Where Block she's telling explaining, Stephanie yeah. yeah, yeah, the whole well no but it's she's Her on tour during and she's gravity. showing it yeah yeah mm-hmm. she's showing mm-hmm. how it works which mm-hmm. I think is cool but I think there are I'm sure some people that are like it's the magic is gone but it's it's so cool it's honestly it's so to cool. see it side by side and then watch the performance of it because it's so dark you cannot see anything yeah. it is yes. wild and yes. she is flying during like she literally looks like she's flying yes it's like a magic yes. trick it's wild. It was so, and it see, and that's what happened. It was so good, and then we promptly mm-hmm. sang the songs all the way home. Yeah, I'm sure that. my parents loved me. My parents, both yeah. my parents went. My yeah. dad and my mom and you I. Bet and our deep dive for Wicked episode two. We're yeah. going. We're just going through our episodes now, and that's all we're doing. I guess. <laughs> yeah, one and I'm two. Not mad there about we go. It. I'm not yeah. mad. Oh, I love that choice. I Wicked was definitely close because I've seen it three times now, and. Yeah. Um, I remember the first time very well, but it's not on my I list. Think it's one of those shows that you definitely remember the first time you saw it. Yeah, you know, for sure, for sure. Okay, my second choice. I'll. I'll. We talked about it a little fourth bit. Fourth choice. Uh, my fourth choice. Yes, my fourth. But my second. I was like, and I'm talking about help. Yeah. No, I'm going from five place. to two. Yeah. <laughs> and then back to four and then one. No, Math. I'm just kidding. Math is hard. Very um, this is a show, this is a Broadway show that I saw at the Broadway theater. And I definitely have talked about this before because of the main performance performer that I saw. And this is, of course, I'm holding up the playbill right now. Rogers and Hammerstein's Cinderella. Look you can see signatures. that Santino Fantana signed it. But no Laura Osnes is here because she ran into her car and said, I'll be back, and then didn't come. You can hear our stage door episode about that, all of that. Come to Nashville. We'll go to Shiner, see if she signs it. True. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) That would be amazing. And I remember because, LOL, um, growing up in in Christian culture – and hearing that she was Hashtag also religious, that I remember, Christian. I remember gearing up to ask her what her favorite Bible verse was. That's what I was gonna ask <laughs> so her. Cute Taylor. <laughs> and uh, we can oh, make this happen sweet. with Shiners at, at the National. I'm sure she'll album. tell you. I'm and then sure you can tell will. her you listen to yeah. her new album, but don't yeah. tell her what your thoughts were. <laughs> Have yeah. you listened to it? Uh, most of it, not all of it, okay. but it is there. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a classic. Um, so yeah, why so, was Cinderella one of your favorites? Well, it was the I believe the second show I saw on Broadway, and we saw it in the winter. We were there for like Christmas. It was very magical. Mm-hmm. Um, we were close again. We were close. We were like, I I want to say like third row in the Broadway theater. Wow. Wild. Yeah. We were very Huge. close because when when Laura Osnes first came on stage, I literally went. <laughs> Because, again, we talked about this event to the woods of the tour. Like, when you pay this amount of money and mm-hmm. there is a performer mm-hmm. that you really want to mm-hmm. see and they're mm-hmm. not in it, it is a little oh, bit of a sting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Was that SpongeBob? Was that the SpongeBob noise? <laughs> I mean, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And, um... <laughs> And uh, yeah, so I there was uh, again about uh, you know you open the playbill and you're like, where's the little piece of paper? Is it gonna fall That's out? Gonna Is fall it gonna out? say? Yeah, but thankfully, of course, you know, Laura was there, and you know, of course, 
Um, I had what I was going to say, but now my brain is not working. Sorry. Aside aside from her political beliefs and her personal yes. beliefs. Which we didn't well, know most of these right. at the time, by the well, way. Well, I knew she was, I had heard she was a Christian. I had yeah, heard she was mean that she religious. Was... Correct. Yes. Correct. This, I this, had heard she was, staunch. yes, conservative. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, you know, you never know what's true because everything. Until the it, artist comes out on the internet. It. It's true. Uh, yes. Uh, yes. You know, yes. anything. Right. Yeah. But aside from all of that, Laura Osnes truly is one of the best performers I have ever mm-hmm. seen. She yeah. is so talented. Yeah. It is mm-hmm. like breathtaking. And she's also just like the most beautiful person I've ever she's seen. Beautiful. Side note, I have a friend that actually met her and said she was kind of mean. So. <laughs> and, and I um, have a friend who used to go to church with her and said she was oh, wow. not very nice. Yes, so. I've heard that. That's two people. So here we go. But Confirmed. She's very not talented. on the internet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. From real people. Um, this is the thing. So she literally took my breath. Like I, there were multiple times where I was just like. <gasps> Like and also it's Cinderella, so it's like very magical. Uh, the the quick mm-hmm. changes were unbelievable. They were just. Did like, you see it during tech or post tech? No, like post tech. Post it had okay. already opened. It was already yeah. open, playing. Yeah. yeah. So the it was just incredible. The carriage, Victoria Clark flying in, like all the things, yeah. incredible. Tony Award winner, Kimberly Akimbo, <laughs> Victoria Clark. True. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, it was just so great. And Santino Fantano was in it, who had not Frozen, Amazing. I think, had either just come out because I remember Frozen being out, so it, it, I think it had just come out, and so yeah. not many people knew him yet. Obviously, he hadn't right. done Tootsie yet, so he hadn't won a Tony. Right. Right. Um, but he was, I got to meet him at the stage door, so lovely, one of the nicest mm-hmm. people. Talked about Frozen for a little bit, so great. Um, all just all around, it was so much fun. I saw it with my mom and my sister, and I think we went to juniors after, got a cheesecake. It was just so yes. lovely. Yeah, it was just magical. It's just uh, such a magical, magical show. Magical, and it was so yeah. great. Yeah, and a show that is near and dear to our heart. Anyway, yes, yes, because for those that don't know, not this specific script version, but Roger and Hamerstein mm-hmm. Cinderella is the first is the show that Rachel and I met performing. We were, yeah. I was a mouse and she was in the um, ballroom dance ensemble. You did yeah, a, a bunch of ballroom dancing. I did the dance. Yes. I did. Trust me, I did. And we'll just say here now that understudy of a stepsister, like, that's really what you were. <laughs> and <laughs> Hysterical. <Yeah. laughs> so funny. Yeah. It was, it was, no one knew at the time, but that's what, we're revising <laughs> history. We're like, revising. Yeah. <laughs> I did know all of the parts because I was helping with props with yes. one of the stepsisters because I yes. was obsessed with her because I was friends with her. Right. right. Yeah. Shout out to you. You know who you are. <laughs> if she listens to this podcast. <laughs> yes. Yes. I hope you're doing so that's well. My fourth. I really enjoyed it our was, time. Yes. That's my fourth. It was such a great experience. Loved it. Um, yeah, what about you? Let's go to your fourth. Amazing. Okay, <laughs> my fourth is kind of random. Mm. It feels random. Um, so once again, <clears throat> I'm weird about theater and I feel like 
like it literally during sorry as an aside during this vacation <laughs> i asked my mom should we go see a show <laughs> and there's like one show playing and it was like this weird completely in a different show. language no it's in another language it's like a local magic show and i was like we should go my mom was yeah like, you should oh. what what i totally would have gone with you i know i know come on barb and star come, come on, on barb. no 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 I, justice for fine. barb oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, now we're at stranger things okay anyway yeah, stranger things I yeah. can't. Yeah. Um, okay, so when I was studying abroad in Scotland, I wanted to see a show that was coming. Um, but then I, so I, I did. You say that so casually. Studying abroad in Scotland. <laughs> well, it's... and then I had this like two week period between mm-hmm. when classes was o- were over and before we took exams for the semester. Mm-hmm. And for one of those weeks, I was like one of my friends was kind enough to tell me that she I could come and stay with her in her little tiny apartment in um in London with her and her entire family whom I had not met it was very wow. exciting I loved it wow. but it was so it was like this. no it was so kind of her and I mm. literally spent a week there and we she knew I loved theater and so one night we got standing room take like we just we went to the a show and we asked for standing room tickets and we paid 10 pounds to stand to see a show. But the other night I had planned because I wanted to see like a show in the Shakespeare Globe Theater. Yes. Mm-hmm. But it was winter time. Huh. So they have a they have a theater, not the outside theater, but there's another inside theater. And um, the only thing that was playing was not a Shakespeare show, but All the Angels, which is a basically a version of The Making of Handel's Messiah. Wow. And Taylor, I she went with me too. And I think we stood or we had like student tickets or something. Mm-hmm. And we paid maybe 15 pounds. Maybe it was less. And it was one of the best shows I've ever seen in my life. Wow. Like, it, I like cannot describe the singing was amazing. I didn't. I knew nothing about the story. I obviously know Handel's Messiah, but mm-hmm. like it's literally about him and like how he comes to make this big, you know, uh, orchestral and choir, choral piece, mm-hmm. and about like his undoing and unraveling, and also like kind of it's about spiritual things, and it was mm-hmm. all done in you know, Shakespeare's original-ish refurbished theater with air conditioning. Thank you. Um, (laughs) And it was amazing. The acoustics were amazing. It just felt so magical. There were literal candles in the sets, like from the sky. And it just, it was, it was crazy. My feet hurt so bad after, (laughs) but it was such a great show. And it was one of those moments where I felt like I was reconnecting with multiple parts of history like mm. that theater is what allows us to relive and re-experience things that I often like forget about. And Handel's Messiah, you probably know it from Easter. If you've ever, 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 ever been to a church during Easter service or near then they sing the, the Messiah. Sometimes they do it mm. part of um, during Christmas. I hate it. I don't like it at all. I mean, it's fine, but like, I don't really love it. And this show made me 
like really fall back in love or fall in love for the first time with mm. with the the music so it was I great that's that's amazing yeah what yeah. a deep cut i know so random wow I love this. Yeah. Um, that's amazing. Um, we're on to our third, our top three. So my third is the first show I remember, I believe, seeing on Broadway. From what my playbills told me, I believe this was my first one. And we me. saw the original cast. We've talked about this musical a little bit on our Disney deep mm-hmm. dive shows. Mm-hmm. And this is, this so is a, a show that transferred to Broadway from the Paper Mill Playhouse. And that's right. It is Nizzy's. Taylor, you want to know what the best part is? This is my third. Yay! <laughs> it's literally written down. When I, I ranked the top that. three. Literally oh, I love this. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my I gosh. It to I myself. love this. Amazing. Um, okay, amazing. so Ty, tell me why yeah. it's your. As you can see, all the signatures. I think this one's Jeremy Jordan right here. That um, looks like it. I'm not really sure. There, are, sometimes you can't really tell, but I know. I think Lindsay, Carol Lindsay's right here. I can't really tell. Um. Well, obviously, first show on Broadway. I mean, that's like mm-hmm. the first Needlelander Theater. We've talked about this incredible theater, the best theater. Lots of history, shocked. you know. Rent, Newsies, Shocked. Now, lots of great shows. <laughs> <laughs> the range, um, Rent, yeah. Newsies, and Shocked. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Um, there have been no shows in between. No, no, that's it. That's it. I think Tarzan played there. I'm not sure. Um, I'm pretty sure um, Finding Neverland played there. No, that was, I thought it was at Lontaine was Finding Neverland. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Okay, never mind. Um, But I remember this, I mean, so I went with my mom, my sister, our friend Kayla, shout out to her. We talked about her last week. Hey, Kay. Hey, Kay. I know she's And myself. And um, we all went. We sat in the balcony for this one, and it was wonderful it's a it's actually a great show to see in the balcony because there's so much dancing and the set is very like it's a very big set and it moves all the time so it's a very good show to see actually um not super close but i really enjoyed it from far away and i mean going back to of course jeremy jordan's like maybe one of the best performers living today known to man there's a lot yeah i know that's like a big statement to make but he is so so talented and again he he does not have a tony which is wild it's wild because he went off and did supergirl for a little bit um because he had to you know make money for hollywood which i get which i get but um i hope he comes back to broadway i know he's doing little shop but i hope he comes back and Mm -hmm. And um, because he was nominated for this role but did not win because that was we've talked about this that was the year once took over. Mm-hmm. Um, but this show, of course, ran way longer than anyone expected. But um, I think it's just it's just such a special show because even like I remember seeing the movie when I was little. We've talked about this, right. you know, yeah. how much like seeing and Jeremy Jordan talked a lot about this seeing like men dancing and like doing something that and no one was like apologizing for it like it just was what Mm -hmm. it was Mm -hmm. it's super cool um and also just the show it's the the updates they did are just incredible it really it really makes the show is a lot better 
as far as from a writing standpoint. Yes, um, absolutely. Is a lot better. And I think the additions make it an improvement. And that's rare to do, to make, to have something that's so beloved and then make the the additions and the the adding music and the songs and the characters are, it, it, it really does make the show better, which is super yeah. rare, I feel like. So it was a great, great experience. And then we got to meet the entire cast afterwards. And that's also what was made it incredible. Jeremy Jordan, one of the nicest people, Carol Lindsay, seriously, one of the nicest people I've ever mm-hmm. met. They're also grateful. Tommy Brocco was amazing to meet. Um, of course, why am I forgetting? Um, Alex Wong was incredible from Dancing with the Stars. Was so oh, yeah. Important. I yes. forgot about that. Yeah. He was in the ensemble. And yeah. Brian Steele, who played Specs, was so good. And, yeah, it was such, such a great experience. And did you see Andrew Keenan Bolger? Did see Bolger? Andrew Keenan Bolger. Yes, he was incredible. Of course, they added the Crutchy song later, which I wish. Yeah. I kind of wish that song was in the show, to be honest, in the original. But yeah. um, and what there's also a little tid. I can't remember if I talked about this in our Disney episode, but we there was a moment in the show where Jeremy Jordan tripped in the first act, and he he recovered himself, and ever because and everyone went <gasps> like the whole audience went <gasps> like it was so funny. And then later in Act Two, he ran out. He was running onto it was like he was like running into Pulitzer's office and he looked down to make sure he wouldn't trip and then he looked back up and everyone cheered and was like yeah and it was so great it was amazing that's so funny that's amazing oh the audience making making it so good yes Yes. so that is my third why do you love your newsies experience it's so funny that this is both our thirds but we did not see it together nor did we see the same exact cast. Nor did we, we did. talk about it before we I know, nor made did this we talk episode. About it before. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I went with my parents, which is a mm-hmm. theme here. Um, yes. It was not long after you all had been to New York. I remember this because yes. I was, I, mm-hmm. you all saw it. And I think part of the reason I wanted to see it was because of mm-hmm. that. I'm sure mm-hmm. it was. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if we had thought about seeing a different show or what. I don't know. We were going to New York to see family, which is the MO of my, me and my parents going to New York. And so not just to go um, see shows. <laughs> I mean, sometimes, sometimes it's like that. Um, yeah. Anyway, and it was the first week or maybe the second week that Corey Cott mm-hmm. was playing mm-hmm. um, the, the lead, Jack Kelly. I almost called mm-hmm. him something else. Anyway, <laughs> and it was so good just because yeah. of the energy of the, all of the, the people dancing, but also mm-hmm. like, when I was, I, we were in high school, right, Tay? Yes, this was 2012. I'm just looking back at my Facebook album, <laughs> photo album, and uh, the album is named Kings of New York. I just want to put that out there. And <laughs> yeah, we we yeah. truly loved, we love, I mean, and I think we made Newsy references so much. It was like the pre-Pitch Perfect references. No, I can't look at you, Tay, with the <laughs> side bag. It's the side oh bag. My You're so cute. <laughs> Anyway, okay. No, stop, stop, stop. <sighs> it's a, that yeah, was it's Hannah's singing. photo forever. I know, I know. But we were sitting mm. in the orchestra, and I just, as a like, you know, 
girl with lots of hormones mm-hmm. having an entire cast of beautiful men singing yes. and dancing and kind of spitting on the audience uh-huh. yes. was just yes. absolutely incredible. It is definitely a factor of making a good show. Just gotta put and that out there. I was so overwhelmed. Like I truly mm. could not cannot tell you. At one point mm. I grabbed my mother's arm because it was just like I was like they're all here. They're dancing. They're beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was it was so it was so good. And also, I think anticipation was part of it and like being mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. know. And we did not. I mean, I don't think I knew that there was a pro shop that was filmed of this at all at the time. Maybe I did, but I don't remember. I don't think there was so. one at the time. OK, perfect. Yes. Good. They did it that. later. They did it way later. Yes. After, so because they filmed think, it with the tour company, but Jeremy Jordan, Carol Lindsay, Andrew Kinnebolger, and Ben Van Kazer came in to. I love that. Film that, yeah. I love that. Which is kind of crazy because Jeremy That's Jordan crazy. at the time was older, but that definitely when they filmed it, he looks like forty years old. <laughs> yeah, he does look older. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. it was it was just it was so good. Mm-hmm. It, the energy Such I think the show. energy on stage yeah, yeah mm-hmm. so good the, and I mm-hmm. want to say once again the choreography and that is all they should have won yeah. all of the things they, they won okay. the choreography Tony just want to put all that of there. the things yes no right. uh, we already yeah. talked about some of this yeah I like ones I'm yeah. a sucker but still. yeah I have not seen it so falling slowly okay our top two okay. here we go our final two bring that back because <laughs> it never went away okay so i have definitely talked about this before this was a very special um show it's a very special show obviously but this performance of the show is very special and I saw that this is an off-Broadway. My that the those were my last Broadway shows. I will say. Okay. Okay. So this is an off-Broadway show. is a pre-Broadway tryout. Um, oh. I saw this with. She was not my wife at the time, but now she is my wife. And I randomly was like, we should go see this. And she was like, okay. And her mother was like, you're driving to DC with a guy you're not dating and you're just friends with, and you're going to get back at what time? I think we got back at like 2 a.m. Not even joking. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. it really started a very, obviously, friendship, which turned into a relationship, which turned into a five-year marriage where we are now, the last five (laughs) years. Um, And this this show means a lot to us. We, uh, uh, we were supposed to have one of the songs as our first dance, but our DJ messed up. So that's a story in and of itself. But um, we, you know, for all intents and purposes, had uh, the one of the songs as our first dance to our wedding. And uh, yeah, so this is, and I'm holding up the playbill, Darvin Hansen. Look at the, look at the, it look just has been hot. I know, it's so different than how it is on Broadway. From the arena um, stage. Yeah. Yes, from Arena Stage Company. So this you must have been 2016. Cast, really. No, you can't. And that's like the whole thing now is the cast. Mm-hmm. It was the fall the of 2016, right? No, we saw it in the summer. Oh, spring. Oh, in the summer. We saw it in the summer. So it must have been summer of 2015 is when it was. Summer of 2015. Mm, okay. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, it's it was a very different show. Um, you will be you will be found was not in the show. Um, Isn't that crazy? Wanna, the hit song. Wanna, the hit song. I'm gonna put that out there. I know the the. It says here in the playbill. Oh my gosh, it's nowhere to be found. Anyway, I was gonna say the name of the 
the song, but it's not in here. Um, but of course we saw. I saw it because of Ben Platt. That was the because re- he was mm-hmm. in Pitch Perfect, and I was like, that sounds mm-hmm. cool. And I knew Pacific and Paul from Dogfight, but I didn't. I guess I didn't really connect it too much until like we were driving up there, and I was like, oh yeah, this is written by them. Um, and I'm pretty sure. I think I've talked about this before. But we we passed one of the writers on our way to the theater. <laughs> And I so legitimately crazy. to this day should have stopped him and been like, you are writing the show we're going to see, aren't, didn't you? But um, of course we saw Ben, but we saw Will Rowland and Rachel Bay Jones and Jennifer Laura Thompson and Mike Feist crazy. and Laura Dreyfus and Michael Park. And then um, Alexis Molnar was Alana. She didn't, I don't mm-hmm. think she went to Broadway. Um but this was basically the Broadway cast. The show was very different, but the 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 core of the show was the same. He was not like they didn't they never talked about any diagnoses, which was which I thought was a strong choice. The show opened with the monologue, still, which I thought was yeah, incredible. Amazing. It's like one of the most, and I've said this before. It's like one of the most original pieces of theater musical theater i've seen because shows musical theater does not open with dialogue normally it normally opens with a song yes or at least at least with an overture yes or it's if it is dialogue there is singing interspersed with Mm -hmm. the dialogue Mm -hmm. this Mm -hmm. show Mm -hmm. opens with a monologue that is so different than anything i've ever seen from musical theater and i think that's why it is it is primarily i think and i think they wrote it like this it is a play and i think yes it is coming from a play point of view rather than a musical point of view which i think is why it's so interesting um and why it's lyrically also, dense yes and but also why the music is incredible i believe so big so small was in the show already um breaking a glove was in the show already waving through a window obviously was in the show already lots of things were already in the show um but yeah, it was just a very unique experience. There was only, I mean, it was a very small theater. Maybe 50 people were in the audience. I love the arena stage. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And very, very small, very intimate. Um, so it was interesting to think about like, oh, if this does go to Broadway, how is this going to play on a very much larger stage? Mm-hmm. Um, even though some Broadway houses feel intimate, a lot of them feel huge. So I think um, it was going to be interesting to see that. But it also was just fun. Like this, it was fun to see it in this time because no one knew about it. No one knew what it was going to become. It was just kind of this like special or where it was going. Yeah. Yeah. This like special little secret that we were all like enjoying. Um, And then also a perk also is that we got to meet Ben Platt afterwards. And he was so, again, so lovely and so kind and I think there were maybe like one or two other people, but he re- like we spent time, we spent maybe ten minutes with him, and that's crazy. So I know because it's not Broadway, so he was just like hanging out. And then he, you know, we talked to him about the show, and like he said, he, I think I said this before, but he had a notebook full of of papers, yeah. like a a yeah. three ring binder, and he was like, these are all the notes I have to go home and look over for the show tomorrow. So I really need to go to bed. <laughs> And I was like, that's a lot. Um, And that's just what happens for a performance when a show is like changing all the time. Mm -hmm. And I know I'm sure when performers get to Broadway and it stays the same, they're like, this is amazing. I love this. Um, 
when you're yeah, out attack. that's my yes when you're out attack that's my second it was just it's just such a special dear yeah, i will say dear so enhancement is not perfect and one day we'll we'll talk about it in depth but mm-hmm. um that specific performance was just very very special so yeah Oh, yeah. I love that. I know. That's, that's sweet. Yeah. So. What about yeah. you? What is your number two? Well, mine's very different. <laughs> Mine is a it. Broadway show. And it mm-hmm. started, I, I had to think about, I've seen it twice. And I had to think about why I originally went to see the show. And at first it started off because I had heard there was a show that was coming to Broadway. And my friend at the time we were kind of trying to plan a time to see each other after I graduated college Mm. and she lives in Philly. And I told her, I was like, there's this play. And I think you would really like it because she really likes this, this TV show. And we like have memes about it. And I just felt like it would be up her alley. So I think I had said that to her. And then soon thereafter, talking about it there started to be more like youtube clips or like press releases yeah. or whatever and then mm-hmm. not that far after that they went on the today show i believe and performed one of their songs before the before the broadway situation before you know whatever they call it the broadway week whatever that is it right. wasn't that week, yeah yeah, but yeah it was went because they were opening and i told my parents or my mom specifically, because we were going to New York, and I said, the one show I want to see is SpongeBob the Musical. <laughs> and I remember I my this. mom saying, what? And I was like, no, because I didn't really grow up loving SpongeBob, y'all. Like, I, I didn't I mean, like, I, def- I did not. I definitely no. watched it, and I enjoyed it, mm-hmm. but, like, I wasn't, like, the SpongeBob girl kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And... Mm-hmm. I cannot, when I, then I had told her like, oh, well, there's a song on it by like Sarah Bareilles that's written by Sarah. Mm-hmm. Like the, all these different artists had written the songs. And I think that the music had Aerosmith come out after. Who? Oh. Aerosmith. I think so. I mean, tons of different songs. There's a Cindy Lauper song. There's right. maybe, um, oh God, Brandon, um, um, help me. I'm looking. Oh, not 21 Pilots. Panic at the Disco. Me. Thank you. Panic at the Disco. Thank you. Flaming Song. Lips. Steven Tyler. I knew Steven Tyler. I mean, That's literally yeah. so many David different Bowie. people. Yeah. Like have have our artists on this and like some of them have their own mm-hmm. like song, which I found very interesting concept. Mm-hmm. But I I told my mom I had read kind of like a quick synopsis to her about what it was about. And Lady also Antebellum, my mom I just want to put that out there. <laughs> it's wild. My my mom doesn't need much convincing because she'll just go mm. with the flow, thankfully, when it comes to theater. But right. we went to see it and my mom had nothing, no idea what to expect. And honestly, I only knew somewhat what to expect. And we walked in and the entire place is set up like Bikini Bottom. Like the entire place. They're already yeah. playing the little kazoo music. Like, the set's insane. Like it's the sets are insane. The lighting is insane. The whole atmosphere is insane. And I just was like, this is this is what committing to your bit is like. Like, they <laughs> are just, like, committing to it. Yeah. And the storyline, you know, I didn't – I knew somewhat about the storyline. But, like, mm-hmm. it was incredible to watch it unfold. 
and have the songs be in the right place and like to what see I'm the cast. What I'm saying about and... going in blind, Rachel. This one. No, I mean like, I mean I knew the storyline, but then mm-hmm. you see it happen and you're like, oh, this yeah. makes sense. Like, why did yeah. I didn't know why they sang that song? You mm-hmm. know, like why did they sing that song there? Oh, that makes more sense with the mm-hmm. dialogue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to see the cast, Ethan Slater. Uh, it just and I, at this point I had looked up all of these videos about how in pre-production how all of this was working and how like right. much time it had taken and they had workshopped this and like it take took them so long to come to Broadway like I think two years mm-hmm. from the original start of the show mm-hmm. and it was freaking amazing and so fun and also had a message and also was very timely and was just I mean mm. it was amazing. I, how mm-hmm. how else do I say it? On the original cast recording, that was not the original Broadway recording. There is a different Karen and there is a different Plankton right. than whom I who the original Broadway cast was. But yeah. I loved it so much that I, when my dad just said he was going to come back to New York later that summer, I made him go with me to see it again. Amazing, because it was so good. And I pr- I tell you, I probably listened to this cast album once a month if not more it's a really fun i haven't listened to it in a while so so i'll have to listen to it my i will say my favorite song not even because of sarah borales but poor pirates is my favorite song is the best song it's it's so well written it's like i'm kind of mad about it it's the it's also it's so funny because like that's what gets you from intermission Mm -hmm. yeah so it's so good. Yeah. And uh, the other thing is that we had such a good stage door experience. My mom, I think I've mentioned this. My mom met Ethan Slater's parents while yeah. we were there hanging mm-hmm. out. My mom was That's like amazing. talking to these people. And I was like, who are you talking yeah. to? Who are you talking to? Or, Did you make friends? Mm-hmm. She's like, That's Ethan's parents. They came in for the weekend. They're so proud of him. And I was like, oh, God, I'm sure. Oh, so, man. Ethan Slater, so born in DC, uh, grew up in Maryland, but. Um, of course, now going to be Bach in both the Wicked movies. So, yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, Amazing. It's just, okay. It was so wow, that's such a great story and experience. So very that. different from your, your yes, second. Yes, very different. Very different. But, you know, that's why we're here. That's why we do this show. Yeah, yeah true, yeah. true. Okay, my number one. Number one. My number one. And it, it this was, it took a minute. It took a minute to be like, what should I choose my number one? But my number one is a play. It is not a musical. Oh, mine too. Oh, what if we have the same one? That would be wild. I don't think we do, but maybe. (laughs) I did not see this play on Broadway. Um, I saw it at my... So my university that I went to started a professional theater company. It's called Alluvian Stage Company. And they did this show kind of early on in their their run of shows. They've been... that, That... theater company has been going on for like 10 years maybe over 10 so it was kind of early on I think it was my first semester I was at this university and they did this show that I had I didn't know anything about it I I knew it had been on Broadway um Christian Borrell was in it he had won a Tony for it and um Rachel knows what I'm gonna say already and um I didn't know anything about it and I've talked about this show before on the show but this is as i hold the playbill up peter and the star catcher is my number one oh, I, um, love it. I just love this show so much and it really is like the little to me it's like the little indie that could i feel like 
<laughs> because the show yeah. was like it did run for a while on Broadway, but I feel like this is a show I feel like still should be running on Broadway. Like I feel like it's that mm-hmm. well written and it's that like like they they could have so many pop culture references even today in the show. Yeah. Like it it, yeah. it could it could just keep evolving and turning into something. It could amazing. be the Peter Pan that goes wrong, but better. Yes, exactly. Um and the guy, the the actor who played Black Stash, who is Christian Borrell's part, was just so incredible in this production. It was actually one of the theater professors at the show who played um, Black Stash and then who played Shmi. They were theater professors at the university. Oh, that's fun. And um, yes. And then, of course, the guy who played Peter, who I talked about earlier in the episode, <laughs> in that production, played Peter. Um, mm-hmm. And he was also incredible and very it was a very like subdued performance for him because peter is kind is very depressed throughout the show and very lost lost boy lol Mm -hmm. um and and it's just also the way they string together this like prequel for peter pan is so smart and the way again i love pop culture the way like pop culture reference is referenced throughout the show and the way Black Stash becomes Captain Hook. It's just all so smart. And I remember afterwards just being like, I think I really like that show. And then I just kept thinking about it like for mm-hmm. days. I'd like randomly, like five days later, I'd be like, wow, this one part in the show was so good. I want to. But again, I saw it on the freaking last weekend of the show. So I couldn't go back and see it. So I was so upset about that at the time. I remember I'm like, oh, can they just like film this and I can watch it all the time? But, um, yeah, I really, 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 really love this show and so much that I, I had a friend in his his production. He was in it in Georgia, and I drove all the way down to Georgia to see him <laughs> in it. And um, that's and it, that production really wasn't even that it wasn't that great. But because of the show, <laughs> it was so good. Like there were some people that weren't that great in it, but the show yeah. itself is so good that it's it was so still good. good. It stands alone. Yeah. Isn't so. it crazy? I think that people forget that like live. I I know we watch movies more than once, mm-hmm. and obviously when it's a different cast of a of a show, we will go and we'll see it or we'll experience right. it differently with another person. Mm-hmm. But there are some plays or musicals where you're like, I want to see it exactly as it was one more yes. time. Like yes. it was just so good. Uh-huh. That I want to, like, I don't think I fully got everything the first yeah. time. Like, I want to yep. savor it. I, di- I didn't know to savor yeah. it, and so I didn't savor it, and now I need to go and savor mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And it's so rare, like, because, you know, we love theater, and so we will go and we'll see a show twice, and it might not be always worth savoring <laughs> twice, mm-hmm. but we do yeah. it for the experience. But I think, like, it is really rare and beautiful to find a show that you want to, like, I j- like, you just... It just is. It embodies yeah. something deep within you and it connects mm-hmm. to something like fully within your soul. Yeah. And I think that, I mean, we talked about, yeah, we talked about how like that's one of the special things about theater is that, that the performance yeah. you see is not going to be recreated, even right. though it will come close to it. Like there will be one, the one way that move, the dancer moves or the one way like something goes wrong or <laughs> right, right, right. Or yeah. like the hat, like Jimmy Jordan trips or whatever. Like, all those yeah. things like that cannot be recreated. So it's almost like a beautiful thing and a very special thing to just like see that one. There are a lot of times I would see a production at my university and be like, oh, I want to see this again. 
but I think even looking back, like that's just such a special thing that maybe you go back and you're like, oh, this isn't a like it's still great, but it's not like how it, mm-hmm. it's you're not experiencing it for the first time again. Yeah, and which is that, sad. It, there's it is sad. I would there's a lot of things I wish I could re experience, yeah. but that's why you have kids. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's too much. <laughs> oh, man. Also, okay. wait, I wanted to shout out the Nederlander Theater earlier. That pretty, it had Pretty Woman. I'm doing that specifically. Oh, cool. For is that your number one? Pretty Woman. <laughs> no. Just kidding. I'm just going to do that kidding. later earlier. Um, okay, well, oh, so okay. My, my number one is kind of similar, Tay. Oh, great. In the sense of like, oh, it's a play. And also it's mm-hmm. one of those shows that like, I just, I knew I should savor it, but I didn't know how to savor it. And so I did go back and see it again with someone else as my excuse. <laughs> I love this. But I also have now seen it twice in regional productions and okay. it's just truly I such a good show. I thought it was going to be something, but because you said regional, I was like, okay, it's not this. Um, And I had read the book. I think I read the book in high school. And the book mm. is written, and the play is written based off of this book um, by the same author. And the author, the author of the book, like he's kind of talking about himself, sort of, in the okay. space. Um, and it it deals with like versions of autism and autism mm. spectrum disorder, and kind of maybe some bits of OCD that are undiagnosed. Um, and not that they name it like that really mm-hmm. uh but you know and mm. this was post tony awards my mom i think was the impetus of wanting to see this she saw the performance happen mm. and we talked about the book and maybe she had read read the book recently mm. uh, as well and we went to see the show and there's a moment at the end of the show where it, it literally before there's like an epilogue but before the epilogue the last sentence of the show is a question and it's a question to the character like it's one character talking to another but you feel like it's a question for you and your entire soul is like I don't know um but also it's like hopeful and sad all at the same time and I just cried I just cried and I recently Mm. when I saw it my local theater production Nashville Repertory Theater just did it and I also cried and because it was amazing and that's the curious instant of the dog in the nighttime Uh, I love this yeah and I think the other thing that's so amazing about this show is the set Mm. design the lighting design and the music Mm. so there's no singing it's not a play with singing Mm -hmm. but it is a play with with like sound design yeah and the sets are really cool and I I wish that this was like a visual medium and I could show you, but maybe we'll link to a photo of Mm. the sets because at points, the main character, he pulls things out of like out of random drawers that are not drawers. They're just like they're black set pieces and people have been using them to sit on and like, you know, pretend to be on the tube and all this stuff. Mm. And then he pulls out trains and he makes like a big train track. I mean, just crazy things, Mm. but one of the best parts of that was definitely experiencing it for the first time. Mm. And I, I've, like I said, I've seen it now four times <laughs> in different settings, wow. each, each with different yeah. settings. Um, and it's still very powerful. And, and I think 
hits me differently. But the very first time was like, mm. oh my gosh, what am I watching? Mm. And yeah, it was just good. It was so good. And my mom cried. So shout out once again to Barb. Oh, I love this. I love this. Look at us musical theater heads choosing plays as our number yeah, one. Plays. Shout out to plays. Again, but we, I we, think plays will play a big a, difference. In, they do. Big, uh, <laughs> in, a, in our play. podcast coming up. They play. Plays plays be playing. Plays be playing. Yeah. <laughs> Players be playing. <laughs> We're still workshopping oh, the title, y'all. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What were you going to say? Before I, I made a remember. dumb joke about plays. Oh, okay. I think, I think, oh, I was going to say one of the things, though, I think when you're a musical theater person is that you don't see plays very often. True. See, if I was, yes. a pl- if I was just like a theater person and didn't like musicals, maybe I wouldn't see musicals very often. And then musicals would have been my first because it's an experience you remember in a yeah. different kind of way. There's not as much competing mm-hmm. for that memory, yeah. I think. True. True. Anyway. Yeah, I have not seen The Curious Incident of the Dog in the Nighttime, but I hope to see it at some point. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah. I hope you see it. I hope to see it and with we, you. I hope I read the book at some point. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the play is better. Not that I said that, but I did say it. I said it. <laughs> it's so interesting to me that the author of the book helped write the play. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what a great discussion. Love I love material. this. Yay. Yay. Thanks, Tay. Uh, thanks, Rachel. So Thank great. you, like, everyone, guys, for listening to yes. my sleepy voice also. <laughs> Please tell it. Yes. What time is it there now? Let's say. What time is it? 11.55 p.m. 11. Oh, it's almost midnight. Here we go. We can ring in the new day. I was going to say new year, but. It's <laughs> ring in the new year. <laughs> ring in the new year. Um, yes. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, please tell know. us your favorite theater experiences on our social yes. media. We would love to hear you guys. Um, if you saw one of the shows that we saw and it's in yours, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, but we'd love to hear your own theater experiences as well. All right, Rachel, let's talk about our character of the week. Let's do it. This is the segment. If you're new here, Mm -hmm. welcome. This is the last segment of the episode. And this is where Taylor and I pick a theater character that we're feeling like for this week. So we think, what are we doing? What have we been up to? How are we feeling? What have we been up to? Yeah, truly. And then we scour the theater universe and we pick a character who resembles character thing. We sometimes make up the rules that most Mm. resembles our thoughts, feelings, vibes, and situations. Right. Last week I was a whole song. So yeah. And this <laughs> week I'm breaking the rules. So it's gonna be Ooh, great. Oh, I cannot wait. Uh we would also love to hear, like I listen, your thoughts on um the cottage opening on Broadway. Lorna oh, Courtney. Tell Courtney us your thoughts. That's right. All the things uh, and your favorite theater experiences along with your characters this week. So comment on our social media pages. Tell us who you are this week. You may get a shout out on a future episode. Rachel, who is your character this week? So (laughs) as I have said, maybe twice now in the show, maybe only once if Taylor edits it out, I am in a different country. Yep. And one where I had to fly. I had to fly here and I was thinking about different um, like musicals that have flights in them Mm. and you know there aren't that many and I've already been two of them so um, 
I also want, this is my time to petition for JJ the Jet Plane to be a musical. I think we could do it. Or, or Jet. Be a tap or, dancing or, number. Or Planes, the spinoff of Cars. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That would be really good. Yeah. Anyway, but so I was thinking about things that fly. And also in this, I think it was. Or Rio. This week. Oh, Rio would also be good. Yeah. Anyway, so. Um, hit us up. Hit us up. Uh, yeah. And. I'm Anne Hathaway and Jesse Eisenberg on the stage. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We we always try to move on, and then these thoughts come into my head, and I'm like, well, I have to say them. I'm, in, I'm on a podcast. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, this week, also, there was news where there's a, the first official flying car, and they're workshopping Whoa. FAA regulations. We're workshopping it. on 42nd Street. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, that made me think of an amazing musical whose character often gets overshadowed um, because it's hard, to be, it's hard to be a flying car. Mm. And so this week, I am Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. The car <laughs> itself. <laughs> I love this so much. Oh my gosh, that is so great. You're not any of the characters. You're just Chitty Chitty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which you okay, say it too fast, it could sound like shitty, shitty. So just be. I know. Just be, bang, yeah. bang. I just wonder how many times was the director like diction, diction, everyone, yeah. come on Ish, now. Diction, Dick Van Dyke diction. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. My gosh. man, you Taylor got dick who? on. You got dick on set. You got shitty. What's gonna happen? Um, <laughs> unhinged, unhinged. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, uh, with that, Taylor, who are you? Yeah this week wow so we're just coming off a holiday week of course fourth of july in the united states if you um live there are there i had yes or are there rachel's not there so she can't even talk about this but um i had a lovely day off went to the beach with some friends it was love did not wear any sunscreen and did not get sunburned so oh i'm proud of you thank you uh don't recommend kids out there listening everyone but wear your spf yeah. Yes. And uh, don't don't model after after Uncle Taylor. <laughs> and um, anyway, uh, what am I saying? OK, yes, I don't know. It is, it is a holiday. It was a holiday week. And uh, today I've had the day off. So I'm feeling very loungy. I'm feeling very beachy. So this week I am specifically Sharpay in High School Musical <laughs> 2 because I'm feeling loungy. I'm feeling fabulous. Yes. I'm ready Happy for Barbie. Yes pink so yes. i think sharpay Taylor will be all about outfit. barbie yeah yeah um yeah. yes yeah of course she would have been mad that she wasn't casted that's all i'm saying i was just about to say <laughs> yeah. that she was yeah. gonna pull yeah. a rachel berry yeah yeah so uh yeah that's what i'm feeling this week so a little sharpay not Aww, as me but yeah no but she's mean in those movies that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> Because after watching High School Musical with my at my work, I was like, "Dang, she's mean." I'm bringing it Even back full circle from the yeah. beginning. Yeah, full circle, <laughs> full freaking circle. If you guys would like to join in on our discussion about uh, our favorite theater experiences or anything else, check us out at theaternerdpod.com, or you can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at theaternerdpod, and on Facebook at theaternerdpodcast. Thank you all for joining us, and we'll see you next week.